Hi everyone, this is Molly, and this is my first podcast episode of Milking It. I want to be able to milk whatever I decide to talk about until there's nothing left to say, whether that be pop culture, fashion, relationships, you name it, anything goes. And for my first episode in quarantine, I'm here with my boyfriend, Pat. What's going on, YouTube? <laughs> We've been quarantined together, and um, yeah, I didn't want to talk to myself to start this off, and he's fun to talk to, so I guess nice. let's get straight into it. So, the first thing I want to talk about, I know a lot of people are probably thinking about the same thing of how quarantine's affecting their relationships, and it's only, I guess, natural for us to talk about it since we've been together this whole time. I guess, is anything different? Um, is there anything we've learned about each other that we didn't know before? For me, I feel like we hang out together so much already before this whole thing went down, but it's more like... It obviously, we have been living together technically. It feels different than before we would pick times to see each other or when we weren't doing anything. And we'd have specific things to go, like, we're going out with friends or we'd go to a football game or we'd, even if we were just hanging out, it wasn't for 24 hours, you know what I mean, in, mm-hmm. in a row. Also, in the midst of quarantine, it's like also... um so, at least where we are in East Lansing, Michigan, uh, go green, go white, Michigan State, uh, we noticed also a lot of people migrated out from the East Lansing area. So, we just had a ton of time with just us in this, like, college land kingdom where we're able to, like, go on walks, check out, like, what l- local people are doing. Uh, predominantly, everything's closed, but it's been pretty, you know... Yeah, a lot of that has just been us going on drives, too. Mm-hmm. Driving through campus, and there's people going on walks. But the whole thing of... It almost doesn't feel natural, because, obviously, you're avoiding people in public. And usually part yeah. of going out is, like, getting to meet new people, talk to people, or just... It's been such a different dynamic of wanting to not feel any different, mm-hmm. but obviously everything's different. Yeah, it almost feels I'm Legend-esque, where we're yeah. the only two people, and we're just kind of, like, trying to stay away from all the other people because we don't want to get infected. But it's been, uh, it's it's fun having all the, you know, being able to utilize the outdoors a little bit more than we're used to. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though we're not able to go and uh, have fun in our favorite hot spots around East Lansing, it's just, like, it's been nice overall getting to get that, uh, touch of nature uh touch of just going out and going on drives just a more what would we call it more relaxed kind of yeah because that's all you really can do yeah unless we're at home and at home it's just for me personally I can't even watch tv anymore and you know I love to watch my tv to binge my shows but it's almost like do they know that I don't think they do know that I don't think they know you yet (laughs) I love binging my tv shows like love island my criminal minds, everything, but it's almost that when there's nothing else to do, I don't enjoy it as much. When I feel like I take time out of my day to do my relaxed time, it's more, I feel like I'm doing something for myself, but when it's all you have to do, I feel like I have to be doing something else, if that makes sense. Definitely, definitely get that. I've been just trying to give myself small goals each day in order to accomplish, and stuff with like, um, just getting reinformed with different things and just reacquainted with uh, different skills I kind of let pass before, uh, pre-quarantine. So now that 
I have a little bit more free time than usual. I'm able to, you know, look into hobbies that I haven't before. But, yeah, we also got to do more, you know, just more more time just doing things that we like to do, you know? Yeah. With your free time, though, I notice, like, you look up, even if you're just looking up videos on YouTube, you're doing things that are informational I when I look up stuff in my free time, if I'm YouTubing, I'm looking at mukbangs. I'm watching people eat. Hey, but they tell like stories. They tell you life experiences on those. Yeah. You know, you kind of it's like the social wisdom. It's like the wisdom of the mukbangers or whatever yeah. you call them. <laughs> but, I I feel like you're so good at being productive, even when you're not when you have nothing on going on in your schedule. For me, I have to. It feels like an accomplishment if I make my bed or if I'm cleaning my room. And I've, at least in quarantine, it's been a lot, I've gotten a lot better at making a to-do list and doing little things throughout the day, because that's what keeps me from going crazy, because otherwise it's very easy for me to just lay in bed and watch nine hours straight of TV. That's Mm. just my go-to. That's my natural... See, I can't do that. I get anxious. I start pacing around. I need need stimulation outside of just the television realm. But, yeah, definitely... But also things I've learned, too, with our relationship, too, is just the types of foods we veer towards in quarantine. Mm-hmm. We made so many bagel sandwiches. Or just in the morning, how many different ways we can make eggs. Mm-hmm. It's, you have the extra hour to make. So he gets very um, Gordon Ramsay on everything. So he's like, oh, we have peppers, we have sausage, we can make a little hash brown skillet. try to utilize all the... Yeah, but I'm... I'm very okay with just doing avocado toast and a couple fried eggs and calling it a day, but it's fun. Like, I think that's been one of the things that I really enjoy about us being together in quarantine is cooking together. It's a great hobby. That's one of the hobbies I was going to say to pick up. I'm glad yeah. we brought it up in that way because it's just, like, it is great. Like, when you're with, like, your significant other, it, it doesn't matter what realm of the relationship. It's always just a fun hobby, you know, to yeah. cook and make something together, you know, make yeah. some beautiful food to share <laughs> and uh you know enjoy together even if it comes out to be god awful which we're lucky we haven't actually had that it's kind of impressive yeah. that we haven't made bad food yet well maybe i'm Burnt jinxing eggs. myself that's about it yeah yeah no maybe crunchy eggs with the shells in <laughs> no. but more so even then eggs like we've been cooking and trying new things but baking yeah. too my pinterest boards have been up the wall even i started cooking more i don't know if you noticed but even before quarantine I just started, tried to, because I knew I couldn't cook at all. It's been something I've been wanting to do. And for me, it was going to the end of my senior year of college. And I just wanted to pick it up. And then we go into quarantine. Everyone's making banana bread. And I was like, oh, I feel like I have a little leg up. Yeah, cooking something that's just such a great hobby. And it's just such, it's something that fulfills you, you know, making a finished product and then being able to eat it. Yeah. It's like you get that right away satisfaction. Like you reward yourself right away for doing something good, you know? It's kind of like, mm-hmm. wow, I get to make this and I get to enjoy it. So you see, you see yeah. like what your effort's going into. And if it is bad or if it if it's de- not as good as you thought, you know what? Still be proud of yourself Let's for making it. Add more butter. Yeah, add more butter. <laughs> just sweeten it up if it's a pastry. Salting it up if it's anything else. Yeah. I think I've noticed, too, how many little things I didn't have time to do with a daily schedule. And, like, even with everything in mind, I think it's, I think it's valid to be able to talk about what you're stressed about stressed out about in this time, even if it's not the most severe thing. I think that's something I went back and forth with. 
with feeling guilty for being stressed about something that in the, you know, grand scheme of things doesn't matter. But I think a lot of people are also feeling that way of being in your house and not, you know, going to the grocery store alone was something that would be like a stress reliever Mm -hmm. during the day. But now it's stressful. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because just like being worried about the virus and also just like, uh, the quarantine, it builds you up into this, like, you're, you're kind of secluded, you're worrying mm-hmm. about other people, other loved ones, constantly, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's just, uh, God bless, like, you know, that we have been lucky enough that everyone's happy and healthy, but it's, for some people, it's definitely a scary struggle, if they, if they're, they're battling health conditions, and they have to yeah. go to the grocery store to pick up food for themselves, you know, yeah, just, they gotta, you just gotta be careful, that's something my professors talked about a lot too because a lot of students are getting stressed out during this kind of going off topic but with online learning stuff yeah no we could tie it back in um because i would say all the time if i was falling behind a certain assignment or whatever i would say you know i don't have anything going on you know i have nothing to worry about and people would say well everyone this is a new environment for everybody and that everyone's going to be dealing with it differently no one knows exactly how to you know um face what what we're going through exactly normality is something we haven't experienced in a couple months and i had some professors too that were on the end of just being very considerate and very actually a lot of my professors this semester were great about it and very understanding and i have to thank them too for that phenomenal phenomenal people just like uh, i got lucky with this semester but i had semesters in the past where even though they we didn't have to do with coronavirus there's been extenuating circumstances for my peers and some not never for me but for my peers and they get the short end of the stick and it's just like at a time like this i hope to see that like everyone took the initiative similar to like um our professors did and just were able to you know this is a new norm for us no one's this isn't normal we, this is completely new. This hasn't happened ever in the history yeah. of the United States past that and just in general. But, um, yeah, but we'll, we'll tie it back to, back to <laughs> how does quarantine affect relationships through, like, just saying I've that. Had, even in stressful times, I've really liked spending more time with you in terms definitely. of, yeah, it is like we're living together. Mm-hmm. And I have gotten to enjoy little things during the day. But yeah, then um, it has changed how we typically spend our time together. So for me, at the beginning of all this, it felt almost not awkward, but that I would be in one room on my computer doing my stuff and you'd be in the other room just chilling. But when you think about it, like it's the same with like your roommates. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be talking to them, doing something all day, every day. And that's something we didn't really experience before, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um us also having our own responsibilities to take, uh, like, take grasp of and, uh, say, you having to send out emails, me having to read into something that's coming up for my, uh, my job coming up, it just, uh, or you applying to different positions. Yeah. Wow. um... Just like <laughs> looking daily. up how to day trade, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> We've been looking a lot into stock market stuff since this all started. That's I got... a good hobby, too. <laughs> it's been fun. We've been watching Mad Money, and that's Kramer. something I never thought I would get interested in, so I guess little surprises <laughs> everywhere. But I, I don't know. 
I can't talk about stocks because I don't really know what's going on with stocks. But I have two TGX shares and it just, I got kind of obsessed with watching these um, stock TV shows. And we've been talking about it so much and I'll just keep looking on my Robinhood app to see if I'm up for the day. Yeah, we have our sponsors, Robinhood. Yeah. Uh, please uh, <laughs> invest in them and invest through them. Great, great platform, great platform. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, we won't talk about stocks because no one really yeah. wants to listen to podcasts to hear that. You'll listen to Kramer. We will no one wants to listen to me talk about stocks. Uh, um, talking, I guess, going back to quarantine a little bit. I know a lot of people who are graduating. I don't know how people felt in high school. For college seniors, for me, it was just a weird... Because the last three months of college, you get to live in your nostalgia a little bit. You get to do all the last things with your friends. Go to places you haven't been to since, like, freshman year. And just kind of relish in the fact that you're about to leave college. And I know a lot of people are feeling that it does emotionally affect you in a lot of ways. Because college has been... For me, it wasn't as... I was really ready when I left high school to go on to my next step of college. While... You know, I also didn't get my last three months of high school taken away. And I couldn't imagine not being able to go to your senior prom or um, there was a lot of senior week activities that if I didn't get to do that, I still talk about that today with my friends. So I, yeah, I can imagine that's really hard for high school seniors. For college seniors, not being able to walk at graduation was something I've still like, it just sucks. And you've seen how it's affected me, and I've just been in a sad girl mood about it a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And from my standpoint, I still have a little bit more left of schooling. But uh, it's just uh, seeing that all all these people of that are supposed to graduate the year 2020, all their hard work and dedication, and just because of this, like, virus, they're not able to, you know, really you know, f- fulfill their... Uh, what they had planned it for and, and it's celebrate just their shows success you with everything. how nothing's set in stone something could be mm-hmm. taken away from you and you just kind of have to relish things but also look at the good side of things understand that yeah. there there are there is good in situations and that there's always a plan ahead that's been something i know that's been hard for me like i remember we said in the car when we i was talking about that that something that seems so solidified and so guaranteed like walking at your college graduation isn't guaranteed and that was messing with my head a lot just that really to appreciate everything while you have it that sounds really cheesy but you know definitely Definitely. and definitely just uh it's it is an interesting uh perspective to see how um other people have been you know helping these grads out but if to high school mm-hmm. or college and have just been making them feel special through like giving free donuts away yeah. or at least attempting you know just to drive through um yeah graduate driving by someone's house yeah and driving by someone's house yep all it's those. just how people really band together during times like this and um how important <laughs> the support of like the people around you can feel so Definitely, and it's always, everyone wants to feel special, especially on their graduation day. It's not easy to get a college education. If it was, like, everyone would do it, and um, it it is something that deserves to be rewarded, and just, like, it is crazy to think that there's, this was the year that it happened, you know? It's kind of like, oh, my luck, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But. I guess, 
Yeah. <laughs> Going on to, like, a lighter note with... I guess it still connects to hobbies people are taking on during quarantine with all this free time. What we're doing, what we're spending our time doing. I've been getting addicted to TikTok and just watching TikToks. I can find myself in a wormhole of TikTok for legit four hours. And that, that, you know, that one video that shows up and he's like, I know it's easy to watch, but go get a glass of water, eat something. Have a set. Has that ever come no, up? No, it never. Oh, okay, well, that me. comes up for me on the daily. Is it it's, like an ad or is no, it? No, it's like a video. The same video. No, it's oh. a video. It's a video that TikTok I think produced, and it's the same guy every time. And every time I see him, I, I get like I feel a little attacked because he, it's the same guy. Um, yeah, and it's basically if you I don't know what the time span is, but if you've been on TikTok for like hours, oh it says, really? Get off TikTok. Wait, if you're on for hours, you have to be on for. I don't know. I, I've definitely been on TikTok for, like, two hours. See, I haven't done that yet, but uh, it could just be my attention span. But um, I, I definitely... I can keep scrolling. I can just scroll and scroll and scroll, See, go to I... following, go to For You. <laughs> I just get... Uh, there, there comes a time where it's just, like, I can only take so much, and yeah. that's the threshold, and it, then I start realizing, like, this is how I'm choosing my time, you know, <laughs> watching these... Uh... I haven't attempted the dances at all. Watching all these different uh, collaborations of videos, just uh, I don't know. But they are some of them. Some people are riots. Like they make such good, almost like skits. The candid ones are some of the best ones, though. That people film. It's almost like America's Funniest Home Videos, Mm -hmm. but it's on TikTok. Oh yeah. The ones that aren't planned, because you can tell the ones that are sketches. We've talked about this. Where I hate those. I hate anyone that fakes it, and it's so easy to tell it's fake. The only people that believe it are the (laughs) twelve-year-olds, which is just like uh, that's what the app is targeted for, though. So sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm too old for it, but I definitely I love to talk so much, and then I'm like, I could also have one video blow up, and I have a hundred thousand likes, and I'm TikTok famous. But I also can't tell if people get brand deals off of TikTok. You know what I mean? I guarantee it's very similar to Vine in that sense. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, there's probably going to be Cody Co's out there. I don't know there are any other Vines, Viners. Yeah, whatever yeah. terminology you call them, Vine people. Uh, that are of that magnitude. But yeah, I don't know how those de- that deal works. Because the ones that are the most popular right now that are on you know, mainstream platforms are, you know, the Charlies, um... God, I forget the other names. But they're also, it seems like all of them are dancers. So what about for people that are doing comedy sketches, that are doing fashion bits, or, you know, anything else? Are they getting paid for their TikToks? I don't know all the logistics of that. So are they, are these dancers, like, actual? Yeah, they're dancers. They're, like, good dancers. Okay, got ya. See, I, I just haven't been exposed to that form of TikTok yet. I always get the the comedy sketches, the people that pretend to be able to be good at singing or we'll just call them lip syncers yeah <laughs> um no yeah i'm just trying to think of all the different people you find on tiktok and so you know people are starting tiktoks to get famous if they're yeah. really like posting every day and they want to get a following yeah they're doing it for outreach yeah they're not making money off this they're, mm-hmm. they're doing it because they just want to see if they they run with it it's a platform yeah. that's free they don't get charged or anything so and that's how you think youtube started yeah very true because this is a newish app, people only start getting really into it recently. It used to be a joke. Mm-hmm. People were embarrassed if they had a TikTok. Yeah. But when vloggers started and some of the OG YouTubers, they're still, you know, they gained their following. 
And now today they have brand deals with major, um, they have apparel lines, they have makeup oh, lines. YouTubers they are have, huge, especially like yeah. video games too. But do you like, think TikTok would oh, be the next? Like uh, James Charles and Jeffree Star, yeah. didn't they start off YouTube too? Well, Jeffree Star has been along for a while. He started in he MySpace. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes way back. Yeah, that's crazy. But they, could they it be the next YouTube? Following. No. I'm going to say this so. because Vine wasn't the next YouTube. And they're very similar. And, but a lot of Viners also went to YouTube. And a lot of Viners are going to TikTok. And a lot of TikTokers will go to YouTube. Yeah. But I, I just think the platform's similar to... It's a social network more so than a platform. Yeah. Um, It doesn't have that same comfort as YouTube. I think this is a good way to get a stepping stone into YouTube and then... Mm-hmm. Advertise their brand. Sorry, keep burping. <laughs> Advertise their brand and, you know, say like, hey, this is what I'm going for. I'm putting all my mm-hmm. eggs in a basket and going with the comedy. And these people will make good skits and be plenty funny. And yeah. then once they start getting a following, then they'll start actually producing good videos on YouTube. But I can't imagine people just solely using TikTok. And I don't know if TikTok enables brand collapse either, though. There's like ads be on TikTok, it. but yeah. And when I think about it, the more you say that, there's TikTokers, once they get, you know, millions of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers, they say, oh, go to my YouTube. I made a YouTube channel. Yeah, exactly. So is that where the money is? Definitely, because yeah. of ads. But it's, I just don't get the difference between, I, lo- I love TikTok, thought Vine was also very innovative, but what what's the difference between TikTok becoming Vine? You know, like, yeah. it's dying out, being phased out. I don't even know what made Vine die out. Or why the app closed, but that's kind of scary for people that, you know, put so much hours of yeah, the day into, into yep, it. Yeah, exactly. But it's a very similar platform in sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if we what what's the proper terminology for what you call these apps. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> I just think it's funny when, because so many though. people we know are getting you know TikTok profiles now, and when they say, "Oh, just for fun," this is a joke. But low key, they're posting videos, so they get TikTok famous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's and people <laughs> post very serious ones too, or just like they all decide to choose a niche of like what yeah. they find. I think you know, there's fun. actually POVs that cannot be cringy. There's people who are actors who do like intense makeup, mm-hmm. but um. There's so many cringy people still on TikTok, and I don't think that's been on other apps. There's been cringy YouTubers, but I don't know. You don't. You also don't want to make fun of what people do and what they find yeah, the passion in doing. Everyone's different. Everyone yeah, has different aspirations true. and passions. Yeah. But the cringy people, if they're if they're happy, some of them purposely are cringy though. And that's kind of like a good way to go about it. Yeah. Because you like, know people watch your stuff. Yeah, there's like, a, there's comedians that play a front that they're like super awkward and stuff like that. Like but Nathan in reality, Fielder. Yeah, like Nathan Fielder in real life. Yeah, yeah. And they, they just are able to become this persona of just super monotone, flat, or even just like incredibly awkward like Zach Galifianakis is in his in he interviews. He does it so well. They do it. Yeah. They hold character like no one else. But you start to see that with TikTok. You're seeing some of those people take on that comedic route and it's pretty impressive yeah and when people feed into it i guess when they think it's just embarrassing but then they make a diss track and it gets millions of views (laughs) you know exactly but it's like the people also who like giving them the most hate are also the people are just like wow they're getting all these views and feeling jealous you know Mm -hmm. so that's so true it's 
I think you got to appreciate everyone's forms of art. Yeah. Even if they get famous for doing something cringy or weird or different, it's just like, that's to how them, that might not is. be weird. And that's, yeah, that's exactly yeah. how art is. And there's always, you know, um, the artists are the ones that come up with the mm-hmm. most, yeah, different ideas that other people wouldn't think of or are too scared to do. Exactly. Yeah. You have to be accepting of other people's, like, what they find normal. Like, everyone has a mm-hmm. different normal. And not everyone's trying to be cool guy over here, cool guy Johnny, <laughs> and just fit in with the the curves or trends. But um, yeah, definitely, it's, it, it is interesting being exposed to all these different people and all these different talents too. You see a lot with the food communities. Um, you see a like you have a lot of dancers to come up on yeah. here. But uh, me, it's a lot of people that are like just hilarious people like they're making these skits that i just like can't get enough of mm-hmm. or they're like actually doing reaction videos with their parents like telling their parents something shocking and they're just like <laughs> them getting either really pissed off or just i think the couple shook. ones are some of the most interesting and someone so much of it is people trying to pick a fight at the same time like there's ones that are just baiting um the one where it's would you kiss me for $100 or the hottest girl in the world for $700? Stuff like that that someone comes up with randomly and starts a whole trend. Wow, yeah. There's cute couple ones, too. But a lot of them are, like, trying to get the drama out of it. Yeah, and obviously drama sells. That's why Jerry Springer's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a very yeah. interesting show to watch. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a good way of going about it, just creating hectic chaos yeah yeah i don't know where else to go with that <laughs> going back i really want to talk about dreams during quarantine i don't know if this is overdone but again this is called milking it so we're gonna keep talking about it until there's nothing else to talk about have you been having crazy dreams during quarantine yes maybe yeah. not crazy but Definitely dreams that are... Sorry, I keep burping. I, it's like, uh, I feel like Rick it's from okay. fuck, from fucking Rick and Morty. Yeah, from especially Man. the first episode where he's yeah. burping. I, I should do a persona like that. Yeah. Or I could be Maury. <laughs> so like, but yes, having had these dreams that... Like, what were they? If you have had dreams, what are they? Like, oh man, you're asking me to remember dreams. That's one of the hardest things you could yeah. ask a human to do. Um... I just remember ones where they're just like these weird, there's somewhere I'm just completely alone and I'm in these weird situations, either in different cities and, uh, I'm, I'm fulfilled, like doing tasks, but like, what? like I have to get somewhere at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Then when I arrive there, I'm just confused because it just, the whole contract, the dream just shifts around another concept. And then I end up getting stressed <laughs> about something and then you end up seeing, oh, why is my dad in the dream now? Like, where where did he come from? And he's just sitting there watching me, saying like, oh, you gotta, you gotta go back home. Like, we're we're not we're not supposed to be here right now. You took the wrong flight. And I was like, I, I drove here. Like, what flight did I take? And then it just goes into this elaborate concept of uh, Inception, where I feel like I'm dream hopping. Since we watched Inception, I feel like my dreams have been more intricate than they were before. That I don't know if your mind can do that, convince you that you're having a dream within a dream, but I've had more know. complex dreams. I keep having the dream, I've looked into this, and it says it's a stress dream, that all my teeth fall out. That oh, you bite, get that one, yeah, you told I me. I bite that. on my, I've gotten that multiple times, but yeah, I bite down all my teeth and all my teeth fall out, and it's one of those things where 
during the dream you accept that it's happened and you wake up and you stop all your teeth and i just think thank god <laughs> yeah yeah you have nice teeth though <laughs> for me i get the dream of standing on top of a barrel and then it's like i like fidget and then i is fidget is that the right word yeah i fidget yeah and then the barrel ends up falling down with me on top of it mm-hmm. so it's just like and then that like shocks me jumps me. it's almost like falling like i feel like i'm on this very tall barrel like almost whiskey like like what you see from uh the evan williams commercials those kind of big barrels yeah and i'm standing on top of one and i just get that sensation of falling and it's just the worst feeling in the world <laughs> Do you wake i up? wake up yeah wake up in sweat and uh <laughs> maybe some tears but some tears body tears i try to make myself have dreams sometimes because i have two dreams where they're the best feeling dreams but i can't have that and they're both disney based which is weird one of them is one um, of those people. Yeah. It's Peter Pan and I'm flying and I feel like I'm flying over a city. And I had that dream a lot when I was younger, but I've had it a few times you know, after As you're an adult? young. Yeah. Oh my god. It's it's a good dream That's to feel like you're <laughs> But it's with all the characters. It's not just Peter Pan. But then I have another dream where I'm going down the rabbit hole in Alice in Wonderland and usually Falling dreams are scary, but that one's not scary. You and you see all the watch colors. Too much TV, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> your childhood ingrained it. That I watch so much TV. That's just just what my dreams are made out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I also get a lot of dreams of just having possessions that I don't actually have. Like I'll have dreams like where I, uh, like say I have uh, a a a sports car. Or like say like or like hmm. Let me think of what, what what did I have in my dreams? I had, one time I noticed I had a Versace Medusa head belt. I was yeah. like, man, I'm going to be the coolest kid in town. I have a Versace <laughs> with all the diamonds and everything. <laughs> you and wake like, up and you don't have it. I wake up, yeah, I don't have it. You're or, not the coolest kid in town anymore. No, another dream, <laughs> I had a done up Nissan 350Z that I was putting all this work and money into. And I was like, man, my everything i worked so hard to do this and i was getting so like happy and proud of myself i was like wow this is the finished product i'm coming close to it we were just gonna like just hop in as soon as i got in i woke up and i was just like it was just all a dream i looked outside so my poor jetta jade look at me and she's like nah he's not here <laughs> she's not here car is named jade i think that's so funny so many people pick these random names for their cars too mine in high school is um what was my car's name lucy mm. Like, what makes people pick names for their cars? Certain names. A lot of people pick old lady names, but Jane well, and Lucy are just another. Don't have, see, I pictured, like, people with those kind of cars. You have to have an old car to have an old lady name. Yeah. Like, you can't name, like, Like, a, Bertha? Yeah, you can't name, like, a, a brand new uh, BMW M3, like, Bertha. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> I guess you could. It'd be ironic, I guess, but... I'm trying to think what... Well, my friend in high school named her car. It was an older car. It was some old man name. I forgot what it is now, but I don't know. There's just a lot of... It's either... Oh, I could give you all mine. Like, so, uh, all, all my buddies back home, one was Betsy, one was Bertha. Oh, there was, was actually Chloe. a Bertha? I didn't even know that. Yeah, Betsy and Bertha. Chloe. Uh, Regina. Regina. <laughs> That's um, funny. Um... They're all named woman. That's just so... Like, one, someone did Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Oh, man. There's, yeah, they're all... Usually you name a car after, like... Well, I, I, I do I some... Know. I feel like girls name their cars like, after Like, if I had dudes. a Hummer, I would name it Chuck. 
or name it. Oh yeah, a Hummer. Yeah, like what car Dave? I'm thinking like? Yeah. <laughs> Hummer Dave. What's going on, Dave? <laughs> I would name it something more masculine. Like, uh, actually, no. I would name it something super not masculine. It'd just be like. Yeah. Like naming a like a, a pit bull or Rottweiler like Penelope. I always like yeah. that concept. Oh, or Daisy, Penelope. your dog's name, but for a big mean dog. <laughs> but he's like a little Jack Russell. Yeah, yeah, that kind of fits. That's um, what's Sandlot? There was a little dog named I don't know. I'm mixing my movies, but anyways, I think we're almost. We're gonna be wrapping up. Soon. Wow, you just cut yeah. me short. I, I was just talking you. about things, but. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna come up with a Hummer name before we go. So, if I was, I, I would never own a Hummer in a million years. But mm-hmm. we'll say we'll say something more my speed. A suburban. We'll a call suburban. it. You don't even like suburbans. No, I do. I like suburbans. It's practical. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. But <laughs> name it. How about Benny? Benny, Benny the, suburban. the suburban. That works. That works for me. Sounds like British. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> anyways, I'm going to, I don't even know how to do an outro yet, but we're going to give it our best. I'm Molly, and you've been listening to Milking It, and I'm really excited to get this started, and I hope to get some listeners in and just keep it going. That's about it. I want to say bye, Pat. Okay, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, YouTube. <laughs> oh my God. See you on the flip side. Come back next time. God bless. <laughs>